What's good? This is LaCole Rose from Fret Sisters. Please don't forget to follow us on IG at Fret Sisters. You can also follow us on Facebook at Fret Sisters 1. And if you'd like to be featured in a podcast or simply have any questions, you can email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening. Everybody, welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I'm your host, Jenny Jam, and we are back for a new season, Fret Sisters Between Frets. Today, we welcome the amazing Gabby Rose. She is an artist, singer, songwriter, saxophonist, multi-instrumentalist from Long Island, New York. She collaborates and performs live with many artists and we, even with their own original project and rose her online presence has exploded showcasing her music and viral cover videos her music is also available on all streaming platforms please welcome gabby gabby rose how you doing hi jenny jam i'm great how are you doing i'm doing really good um I think we're on the East Coast. You're in New York right now? I'm in New York. Where are yep. you right now? I am in DC. Okay, yeah, East Coast. Right yep, East Coast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to let you know that Fred Sisters extends a warm welcome to you and thanks you for being our guest today here on Between Frets. Thank Yay. you so much. It's my honor, seriously. Oh, Any believe- like cool like bad i don't know if i'm allowed to curse bad ess women doing cool music stuff i'm all for that community yep you um you can do say what you want (laughs) okay good can cut we are like no filters here so all right good because i'm no filter (laughs) yeah right (laughs) it's cool so just by looking at your work and reading about you all over um you know we it's inspiring seeing everything that you've done so you know my first question is where did that inspiration come in the beginning when you to get you started in music thank you yeah so i started in music uh when i was like little it was really just like my dad would listen to things like he was listening to like a lot of smooth jazz, but also stuff like Yes and Steely Dan. And just like, I was just listening to a lot of music growing up, but I don't come from a musical family. So I just, I just like had this creative bug. So even if I wasn't doing music, which violin was actually my first instrument, which I started learning in school, but music wasn't like, a hundred percent what I was doing. I was just loving anything that was creative. So I was like singing and I was acting and I was like all into art and illustration and everything. What really made me like focus and zero in on music specifically was when I got to college and I was like all of a sudden in this in this community of just like 
music loving people who just wanted to jam and write music and learn and grow together. So that was the first time that I really started like doing all that stuff and collaborating with people and learning a lot more about being a musician and how to be a musician in the real world. And it was really my peers that were only a little bit older than me or my age that inspired me and made me realize I can I can do this and like I want to do this. So it's always been that community that's kept me going. Oh, that's amazing too that your influence just listening to what like records of you know what your parents are listening to or just kind of that to inspire you. I mean, and then to be where you are right now, that's just an amazing thing to hear. You know that that you just like did it all on your own, really. Yeah, yeah I I'm, like I, I've always been like just the most open-minded person. I I just I never had um, this dead set thought about where I was going to end up. I just kind of wanted to let the world and the universe and my surroundings take me wherever I was meant to be, and then. Obviously, when opportunities would present themselves, just hustle and rise to the occasion as much as I possibly could, and prove myself, and try to get to the next level. And you know, the fact that you were a multi instrumental, a multi instrumentalist—I don't know why I can't say that word—but <laughs> um, but you know, you're a sax player, and your sax playing is amazing. Um, you're amazing at everything else, especially your vocals. You know, the singing. Um, your writing and everything. So like, I guess it was like, you know, I have all these instruments I'm interested in and now here's, but here's this sax that I'm really loving more. Like, how did that come about? Or what was your, your way of that approach? Yeah, I mean, I always thought the saxophone was like the coolest instrument. <laughs> I thought it, my mom, my mom says that I thought when I was young, that it just looked really cool, which it does, undeniably. Yeah. <laughs> but I always had that sound in my head and I thought it was very unique. And I think what made me kind of uh, declare that, I guess, as my primary instrument um, was was honestly just the fact that like um, there was a need for it. Like not too many people were doing it. There. It, I even though I, I love playing piano and I love learning more about playing guitar and like all these other instruments there just weren't that many saxophone players in at least you know in my community and like what I was doing and so people were really into like giving me opportunities to play and record and so it just kind of happened that way you know and I, I just I always feel like it's kind of an extension of me at this point. The other thing is when I think about music, I'm sure every musician kind of has one instrument that they think of, like if I'm thinking of a scale or um, or anything, like when I think about music, instead of thinking about um, like the fretboard or the piano, I think about it, or even my first instrument, violin, I think about it, um, I visualize a saxophone. So um, it just kind of happened that way. And um, I feel really lucky that that I play, I guess, a little bit more of a unique instrument, like as my primary instrument. And, and it feeds into everything else that I want to get better at. Yeah, yeah. And also the singing, because I know that a couple of like horn players, mm -hmm. sax, trumpet, whatever, and a lot of them are really good at singing. Mm -hmm. Is that, is it because of the way that you're 
using your your mouth. I'm, I don't want to sound weird. <laughs> um, for sure. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And I think I think for sure, because people tell me that I sing the way I play and mm -hmm. vice versa, that I play yes. the way I sing. Electricity shocks my lungs. I breathe it in a world where I have everything. I swore I never know. Lost myself in a warm breeze and an open road. It somehow feels like home. And especially with soloing and riffing and any kind of like stylistic embellishments to both my vocals and my saxophone i think they're like really similar so and i've always also heard that saxophone even compared to a, a lot of other instruments is most like the human voice and i would like definitely agree with that um it uses so much of the same muscles as singing um it's like breathing it's your diaphragm it's your embouchure itself it's like your like vocal and larynx larynx placement like they are very very similar and i think some things are different so like going back and forth really quickly from one thing to another like i do it's taken some practice for sure but um i think i think overall singing helps my playing and and playing helps my singing oh yeah yeah that's so cool i love that um you now you had some education some schooling education you mentioned earlier so that was um a music education that you went to uh, as yeah, far as college sort of. like i i didn't plan on being a i didn't plan on getting this far i didn't plan on being like a professional musician i think if if 10 years ago even five years ago me could see the way i am performing now like she'd be like really proud and i also try to remember that as much as possible when i'm getting down on myself about you know not being where i want to be but um i think i was lucky that i ended up at the school that i went to so i went to school upstate new york um at state university college at oneonta which had not so much a music performance program, but actually a music industry program. So it was full of a lot of students at the time that weren't necessarily like completely like really, really serious technical musicians. It was just a lot of students that loved music and wanted to see if they could learn more about performance or mainly the business. So where I was at was like, I just kind of wanted to learn about, I, I was a, a business economics major and then declared a second major in music industry. And I was just thinking maybe I'd work in the business to some degree. And then I just got sucked into the performance aspect of it, which was really, I think what I was meant to do. And um, the, the, the like my peers were no pressure. Like everybody was just so supportive and I, I've spoken to other friends that now I end up on the same gigs with and they might have gone to different schools and it wasn't as supportive of a community. There was a lot of competition, you know, from stories that I've heard and my school just wasn't like that. And so it really helped, like I needed that kind of like encouragement um, from my friends in order to like, because I didn't have the self-confidence at the time. And then by the time I graduated, I did feel like more of a big fish in a small pond and I knew that if I was going to pursue music outside of that small school it was going to 
<laughs> it was going to be like starting all over again, but I felt like I had developed enough of a foundation to at least try. So yeah, like that jamming kind of community um, was really like where I learned how to play and gain the confidence that I needed. Yeah, I think um, when I, I actually believe in like like the jam session type thing, you know, where if there's any anything happening around your city or whatever and to get thrown into that you know yeah. thrown in like that that it helps it just helps like build confidence and yeah you know. and that's exactly what it was and like in doing that i still needed to learn a, like how to play and sing more technically i needed to learn more music theory i needed to learn how to solo i started learning like jazz and all all these things like i i wanted to get better and i wanted to impress my friends mm. so i was still learning and getting that education and i had a few professors who were the same way like they had come from like long music careers and they could kind of like give us a more comprehensive education that was more than just like here's how to be the best at your instrument as you possibly can but more like hey there's so much more to it than that like here's how to be a really respected and patient band member here's how to like write a good song here's how to collaborate with people here's how to talk to booking agents here's how to book yourself like it was like everything so i really appreciated the um the, the education that I got because it was like, yeah, it just, it taught me a lot more than just putting pressure on myself about how to be the best musician. Gosh, that's so great. That type of support that you yeah. got. I mean, I want to go to that school. <laughs> yeah. It just, it all worked out like really, really, I would recommend it to anybody who was kind of in a position where I was like unsure, kind of could have ended up in music, could have not ended up in music, but just wanted to try it. So it was exactly what I needed at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get into your influences because I noticed reading your bio, um, you're like influencing like Erica Badu, like Lauren Hill, D'Angelo, like those are huge. I love them and uh, Amy Winehouse. And when I do listen to your music, I do hear a lot of that kind of like that flavor that you have. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have a lot more influences, especially like your dad listening to Yes. That's like, mm -hmm. that's so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've had like so many different influences throughout the years. Um, I feel really good about it right now because I feel like so many of those different like influences, even across genres are kind of, kind of coming together with the music that I'm creating now. So like, when I was in middle school and high school, just kind of doing anything artistic that I possibly could, I was really into classic rock, indie rock, like all that stuff. That's when I really got into, you know, Nirvana, grunge rock. Um, also then later Foo Fighters, Led Zeppelin. I was really into rock music. I was going to festivals and shows and all that stuff. It wasn't until I got to college and I started studying more jazz and soul music that R&B music, just in general, like Erica Badu, D'Angelo, like all the greats, um, Jill Scott, like they came into my life and I was, I was looking at music in like a completely different way. And I was like, wow. So those are the artists that I would say it's like those R&B artists. Also Hiatus Coyote was a band that at the time during college, I was like, I want to write music just like this. Like it was nerdy and technical, but also, um, spiritual I thought and catchy. And so R&B really changed 
my inspiration on music, but now I'm writing music that I feel like is right in the middle of hopefully those R&B influences, but also like I'm getting back to my rock roots and I'm discovering like metal that I never listened to before that I really like. And I'm trying to, like now I'm listening to more guitar based music, whereas for a while I was listening to more keys based music. And um, now I'm trying to write music that is kind of right in the middle, combines the rock um, inspiration that I had from when I was a little bit younger with the things that I've been studying more recently. So um, lots of different influences, but like it never really ends. And um, it's been awesome. Yeah, yeah there's always somebody new, <laughs> somebody coming into the scene or then then it's like, oh, yeah, you discover somebody like way back when, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's got to be cool. You know, yeah. and I, I want to get into your um, into your original um, music that you mentioned. Um, you have a original project called um, In Rose <laughs> and um, a lot of, you know, that influence and, you know, you're taking it to a different, you know, a different level. So um, I noticed listening to yourself that I do hear, you know, some some of that R&B kind of neo soul, I want to say, but more yeah. pop. Mm-hmm. And then kind of like rock, kind of like I hear Thundercat in there, you yeah. know, and then and then I'll hear Ari Lennox, you know, like some today stuff. So I, I feel like where you're going is, you, like you said, you're taking that mixture and you're kind of bringing it in a fresh, you know, in like kind of refreshing it in, in a way, but kind of like bringing that new sound in there. I started writing songs like well, I started, I put out an EP, so my first EP under the name Enrose, which is, you know, a project that I hope to grow even, you know, just beyond me. But I wrote a bunch of these songs, um, which were, which are more R&B based songs that my producer, Anthony Lopardo, has helped me like develop. And that definitely sat more within that um, neo soul kind of sound. And um, so we put that out in April and I brought all live musicians in to play. And I'm very proud of that project because it was, it, it's all, it's really like, yeah, just songs that I like were inspired. You know, I, I can hear the inspiration mm-hmm. in those songs and, and it's songs that I mainly just kind of wrote on my own. But now, um, so my boyfriend, partner, his name is Jake, he's the drummer in my band and he kind of comes from a similar background um in the sense of but he even leans more towards rock so like he was raised on like rock and grunge and indie and like all that stuff and um so now we're kind of he's become like my co-writer as well as anthony our producer in the studio and um so it's only now and with this most recent single that we put out called disease where um, you can definitely still hear those R&B and neo-soul elements, but we're bringing in more guitars into the sound and um, a little bit more distortion. The next song that we're going to release is going to be even more leaning towards that. So I think, you know, when I first started and rose, I had a vision of, you know, what I wanted to sound like and where I wanted to go. But you know, going back to earlier in our conversation, how I said, I'm, I'm just always open-minded and I want to just go wherever things take me and then try to rise to the occasion from there. Um, I've realized more this year that my rock roots are calling me more than ever. So it's like, 
um, with my, my TikTok following has grown so much because of me playing guitar riffs on saxophone. So I have this whole series called Guitar Riffs, but on sax. So not only that, but I also joined a touring band called Bill Murray, which is alternative rock, metal, pop, like it's guitar based music. And I've grown my following even more and my inspiration through that. So rock music has just become so much of a core element of what I'm working on that um, it's working its way into the new songs that we're going to be releasing shortly. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen some of your TikToks and yeah. I love them. <laughs> the guitar, the guitar riffs with, you know, the sax doing guitar riffs is genius. I think <laughs> it's so genius. And um, I really love the Rage Against the Machine one. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, very creative, very clever. I love it. Um, I did want to ask you for your original stuff is who's playing guitar on that because they are slaying uh, the, the guitar is that Thank stuff you. that you did you write do you write like do you write the music and say this is what I want or do you just let the guitar or the instruments do their thing so on the wait create EP I had demoed all of the sounds out like all of the instruments I had demoed out so like there was already kind of a blueprint but um, with guitar, there wasn't so much of a blueprint with those songs because they were more piano based. So I had like all the keys parts written and then um, my piano player, Kit Benz, just played them better. You know what I mean? For the recording. But the guitar parts, um, those were kind of like left up to like, like embellishing and filling in the space. And um, so um, my friend Billy Joe Harden, he played on all those songs on the EP and I thought he did a great job and then the last song that we just put out and a lot of the songs that we're going to be doing moving forward are actually Jake who played drums on everything and like I said he's my boyfriend and my partner and now my co-writer so he's like actually an amazing guitar player and he was the one that played guitar on the Rage Against the Machine cover <laughs> that you had mentioned and um He's just like very multi-talented and uh, especially during COVID, nobody was hiring drummers. So he, he got his guitar chops like way up and he's inspiring me to get better and all this stuff. But he's going to be, he played guitar on disease and uh, he's going to be playing guitar on a lot of the other stuff. So yeah. Uh, and and I'll be playing guitar on some songs too, which you'll hear. Yay, that's <laughs> so awesome. Also, like I'm realizing a lot, a lot of, like with songwriting, you don't have to be necessarily like the best. You just have to be able to like um, play the part in the way that, you know, you hear it in the way that like has feeling and is clean and all this stuff. And sometimes I just find myself writing parts and it's like, why not just record that? Like I'm doing it well. So and then I can be more proud of it later. So yeah. That's kind of the mindset that we're recording with now. It's like, let's see what we can do ourselves. And then we can also bring people in, other band members, other people, if we have kind of, you know, an idea to bring other people in. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Um, I know, um, you know, aside from your your uh, videos, your guitar cover videos, looking um, on your YouTube and seeing your original, um, your music videos mm -hmm. of your originals, I'm really just 
It's just so beautiful the way that you're telling your story through your music in the videos. And I was really curious on like creatively how that process is because you know, I'm a video editor, motion graphic designer too, oh, and guitarist. Really? <laughs> but cool. just to let you know, but because that's why I'm so intrigued with your work and especially the creative side of it. Um, how what what's what goes into a video, you know, process of doing the music videos? Well, thank you so much, first of all. Um, second, I just discovered like making music videos is so fun. Like <laughs> it's just such an extension of the songs and it's, you know, it, it kind of forces you to even go back and like um, revisit maybe where your mind or where my mind was at when I wrote some of these songs. It's like, how do I paint a picture that um, is sort of still left up to interpretation for whoever wants to listen, but also, um, kind of relates to whatever I was going through when I wrote the song. So for me, at least so far, because I haven't done a ton of music videos, I think we've done like three maybe or four. Um, and the last one for, to our song Beautiful Dust is definitely my favorite um, so far. But for me, it's been a lot of like, I've worked with different videographers for each video based on styles that I've seen them do. And then I think, oh, that would actually be a really cool style for what I have in mind for this video. So I've worked with a lot of different um, local, like, yeah, um, filmmakers and videographers over here. And we've talked um, about getting this vision together. So um, I, I just think it's so fun. Like even with my beautiful dust music video, um, I like designed the whole set in the studio myself, like with the flowers and, you know, putting flowers <laughs> in and around the drum set and the lighting. Um, so the, the guy who films, his name was James, James Murano, and he filmed and edited the whole thing. And he did an amazing job with the lighting too. So for me, it's just an extension of that whole collaborative process because with video, there's only so much I can do. Like I've learned enough about video like filming and editing to make videos on TikTok and Instagram but not enough to make a whole like cinematic vision come to life um so that's where I've been just really lucky to work with really talented people who are just as nerdy in video as I am with music <laughs> that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because definitely looking at your you know the the work that you do and your TikTok videos they kind of have like like you can see your your emotion and your style on both you know music um the videos the you know everything you do creatively on your even like the the cover videos mm -hmm. i can tell you know the personality comes out of the character it's really fun like thank you it's very refreshing to see that and uh and happy that you're continuing that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think like I just want to try so many different things. I don't want to take myself so seriously because that's what makes it feel like work. And I just want to like, I want to have fun and I want my music. I want my music and every video, even the cover videos, like I want them to be emotional for sure. I want people to feel something, whether it's, you know, humor or um something that they can relate to their own life like i want people to feel something i want to entertain through emotion but i also just want to keep it light you know what i mean like i don't want to take myself so seriously and i want to 
continue with this confidence that I have on stage. I want that to bleed into what I do online, what I do, you know, in the studio with songwriting and all that stuff, because um, I think it is it is that kind of just rawness and the fun of performing music, whatever genre it is that has gotten people to connect with me the most, even in times that I didn't expect it so much. And I'm just kind of riding that wave. And I just like appreciate, I appreciate you finding me. I appreciate all the support that I've gotten. And yeah, I, and I have a really nice little team behind me that's like, they're like my cheerleaders and and I always just I needed that you know from day one so yeah and we need that too like it's so I think nowadays with just everything that the whole world has been through just being able to get online and see something that makes you smile I mean that's just so great that you know that that's the the contribution that you can give you know as a musician as an artist and I love it I love everything about that yeah, totally. So thank you. <laughs> really. Of course. Yeah, thank you <laughs> for the um, same exact reasons. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so what can we expect in the future? I mean, you said that you're writing, you're um, doing some new music, something different. Um, so, yeah. What so can- we had, I, we're, I, I have so many cool ideas. So I'm really excited. Um, one idea that we're exploring right now is speaking of some of the covers like from TikTok and Instagram and everything um, I recently had a video of me performing a saxophone solo over Dreams by Fleetwood Mac with my band that went kind of viral on TikTok and so many people are commenting like where can I listen to this on Spotify like where can I hear this so we decided to go into the studio and actually record it and We did that as well as a cover of Benny and the Jets, which went viral on Jake's Instagram, where I was also playing. So we're going to release a couple covers and see, you know, how people respond to that. And they sound amazing so far. We're not done recording them. And um, we also have some some more ideas to bring the saxophone even more to the forefront in some of the music that we've already been writing. Um, So yeah we're, we're doing a lot of like recording ideas and just kind of trying to also treat our presence on you know apple music spotify and youtube like not take that so seriously either because i'm realizing like that's just um it's almost like social media just like my tiktok and and my instagram so let's just like record you know what we think is like super cool and put it out there and like just see what happens see what sticks we have some live shows coming out so coming up so we're going to be playing um at rockwood music hall stage two on november 25th in new york city and um i'm going to be going on tour with bill murray the alternative rock band that i had mentioned so and and we'll have another original single uh which will be called my happiness coming out soon so lots lots coming out lots on the uh on the chopping block (laughs) yeah that's that's awesome because and we can keep updated um by getting on to your social medias can you shout out your social media so everybody can follow you and get these updates 
Yeah, so I have two different accounts. I have one account for me, which is at Gabby Rose Music, G-A-B-I-R-O-S-E Music, which is Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And then all of those are tied to what you could find from my original project, N-Rose, which is E-N-R-O-S-E, N-Rose Music. So if you find me, you'll find that and vice versa. Yes, and we'll have all these links up in our show notes as well as um, the Spotify, um, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you can get your music. Mm -hmm. um, We'll put that up so people can download or buy, purchase, digital purchases and, you know, or stream your stuff. Um, Gabby, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. I am like so inspired right now. Thank you, Jenny Jam. I've seriously been wanting to like have a conversation like this and this was fun. And I just, I love like the discourse about music things and I appreciate you having me on. Well, we appreciate you and we are going to keep looking out for you. We're going to support you when your stuff comes out. We're putting you up there on our on our page. So thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Awesome. Okay, Fret Sisters Between Frets, Gabby Rose. Yay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Everybody, this is Jenny Jam from Fret Sisters, reminding you to hit that follow button up on top and follow us on social media at Fret Sisters on IG and at Fret Sisters on Facebook. We got a lot of good interviews and topics coming up. So do that. Peace.